Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Let's get back to You Better You Bet, presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network. Once again, welcome back to You Better You Bet. On this Thursday, presented by BetMGM, Sean Bell on your microphone, KJ Carson in on your microphone, also out in Boston. I'm in Philadelphia. We uh, ended the last a- aspect of a billion dollars. If you had a billion, before okay. we get anything else, what would you make? This is a bet your house on it bet. Like, hey, you got to bet your okay. money. There's one big bet you got to make. And if you lose this bet, you are broke and you are done. What would you the bet, bet it on? The- my billion dollar bet would be there's going to be a war somewhere in the world. Somewhere in the world is <laughs> going to be some type of conflict, guns involved. People will be crying. It will be on somebody's news. So because I know my return would come and and I know, look, some people don't like short selling when it comes to the stock market. Some people don't like doing those whole, what would they call, you know, those bets where you get in those pools, like the death pools and stuff. I think that's a little macabre. But if you put a billion dollars in my hand, I had to make a sure bet. I'd be like, man, it's going to be a war. Where? <laughs> you didn't ask me that. I, just said I feel like war. that's unfair. There's war going on right now. No one's safe from. Hey, pay me my money. <laughs> <You know? laughs> okay. All in 20s, please. Okay. I see. I feel like you cheated the system a little bit. But okay, you, you get that one. Uh, mine would be uh, Shohei Utani will win the MVP. Well, that's, that's risky. Risky. It's a it's a hundred to one right now. I feel like that man could break his leg and miss the last forty games, and he's still gonna win that MVP. So that's the that's the bet I need to make uh, if I had okay. to bet the house on a, something. A sports one. If I'm gonna bet a, a billion dollars on a sports bet, it would be Demar Hamlin to be the comeback player of the year in the NFL. He only has to play one down for that bet to hit. So okay. I would bet a billion dollars on it. Still a bit macabre. Still, I don't mean to be, but if we're <laughs> if we're talking a, a billion dollars of money at stake, trust me, a lot of morals tend to go out the window. So I get even the Shohei Otani situation. Like, here's what's interesting, and I think will be interesting down the road. Mm-hmm. He's a right-handed pitcher that hits from the left side. So what does that mean? His right arm is exposed. Now I'm an old school baseball dude to tell you, hey, you know what? You want to slow down that Shohei Otani machine? A little chin work. So that's why I wouldn't take that bet. Because if I knew a billion dollars was on, I'd be on the horn with somebody. I got five hundred million for you right now. If you 
I'm not saying I would, but yeah. So DeMar Hamlin would be top. Your collusion. DeMar Hamlin, though, comeback player of the year in the NFL. All he has to do is play literally one down this season. All right. Well, let's talk about some of these baseball futures. Uh, okay. <laughs> listen, I'm, I'm going to tell you right away because I want to hear this from you. Some of my, I'm going to tell you just a couple of my futures that I bet beforehand that I know it's just done. Okay. Just done, though. <laughs> I bet the Padres will win it all. Before the season what? started, before the season started, I said, "All right, again, because it was Braves, it was Dodgers, it was uh, Yankees, Mets. Those were the big teams." So I said, "Hey, if there's one team that potentially has the talent that can go ahead and do it, that's not on the top five of the list, I picked the San Diego Padres with all the ridiculous talent they have." And you've seen how that get- worked out under 500, and then even middle of the season, I tried to double down on the bet, like, "No." They're eventually going to do it. They're going to eventually turn this thing around, right? That is the one bet I feel the dumbest about. Like, my logic was sound, but that's the one that annoys me the most because it's killing me right now. Y'all should be better than this. I should have a chance at this bet, and right now it's zero. Well, Sean, you, you should have called me at the beginning of the season as I went ahead and purchased my Atlanta Braves plus 800 ticket oh, to win man. the World Series, which is now down to 325. And here's why I would have not gone with the Padres, is they have not been able to prove prove themselves to get past the Dodgers, who are going to consistently spend, and they're just starting to do this, San Diego. And they have pitching. Like, Clayton Kershaw is one of these guys that you're like, when does this break down? And it hasn't broken down. And they're talking about bringing him again next year. So now, really, the Dodgers kind of have free money when it comes to pitching. Where the Padres, yeah, they've been able to buy the bats, but we've seen it before. You Darvish can kind of go to sleep. Blake Snell has been kind of someone you'd fade from time to time. So they don't have these aces. If you told me that they either were one of the players for Scherzer or for Verlander and then start, I'd say, okay, I think that's probably a better bet because at least every four days you know a horse is going out there giving you strong innings, and they have bats. Their pitching is still kind of, eh. Their back end, of the, back end of the pitching in terms of relievers, sure. But when you're talking about their starting pitching, you know, they're just kind of built to say, we're going to try and outscore you. If we can get to five or six runs in the first six innings, they feel like they have a shot to win. So, yeah, I, that NL West, you know, even the Diamondbacks were a bit of a surprise but I thought they would improve with the new rule changes with the stolen base and being able to kind of use your legs a little more. And the way that Zach Galen has been pitching for them, he's the reason why they're still kind of got their head above water. So the West was going to be a bit tougher than what it looked like at the end of last season where San Diego just had all that juice and, and so much hope. But I, I, I mean, like you mentioned, there's six games under 500 now. But uh, I understand, but they they were they were they were almost in the in the World Series last year without Fernando Tatis Jr. without Bogart. So yeah. I said, "Hey, just get in the playoffs and I'll score some people, right?" Like again, they wouldn't have been my favorite to win it all, but I just felt like it was a good bet at the time when it came to futures. Right now, their odds are 35 to 1 to win it all, 18 to 1 <laughs> to go to the World Series. It's no chance in hell that you're going to pick any of those teams when it comes to futures. You already picked the Braves, 800, you know, at what, plus 800. They're plus 325 right. now. Is there any other team that you're looking at that may be not a top four that you would say, uh, you may, you know, you may put a penny on those cats? That's not top four. 
which is the Braves, oh, Dodgers, boy. Astro, Rangers, Astros, right? Like that's, Rangers. That's those, all of them are under 10 to 1. Is there anybody you else that what? you say has an outside shot? I would say the Blue Jays, just because as that last wild card team, they would see uh, Minnesota, right, in their first round matchup. And while these other teams may be beating each other up, Baltimore may falter because they haven't been here before. Houston may show Texas that, hey, almost doesn't count. So, yeah, it was really glad. I'm glad you loved having the lead and so forth. So if, if Toronto gets out of that first series and has a favorable matchup in that next series, they've got the bats, they've got the arms that have been disappointing, but they've been in big situations. So Toronto would be a team on that outside that I would look at it, but 18 to 1 as, as probably a World Series winner just because they have arms that can wake up and they have bats that can further awaken. I, you know, I, my pick would be the Philadelphia Phillies. Of course. I, I know this is such a homer <laughs> idea. I get it. I know. But Duh! at 22 to 1, you're saying the team that went to the World Series, as I've been following this team close, obviously. Yeah. Lorenzen comes in and, and, and solid pitcher to come in that that's going to be with probably better than he's been better than Nolan Wheeler. But and with those guys, and you say Trey Turner has been absolutely awful. Awful. But the okay, Pilgrims look nice. Six game, but yeah, but, but six game winning streak, starting to pick things up a little bit. If he is anything close to what who he is, uh, normally who he is, and Bryce Harper, who's coming off that uh, UCL, coming off that Tommy John surgery, if he starts to find that power, those three individuals can take this from a team yeah. who's above ten games over five hundred to back to what they were last year and even better. So that would be again. I wouldn't pick them to win the World Series. I'm with you on the Braves. But if I had yeah. to pick somebody who was a little bit of a long shot, I would pick the Phillies to repeat some of that heat just because they haven't played the best that they can play based on Trey Turner not play, being Trey Turner and Bryce Harper not having power. So if those two individuals find it at the end of the season, I think that would be a good bet to make out from an aspect of a team that's not at the top. Yeah, I'm with you right there. It's it, Look, Phillies got bats too, right? And – at the end of the day, if I'm if I'm making that argument for Toronto, I would I would definitely understand that argument for Phillies. And ironically, they're they're right next to each other in terms of odds, twenty to one and eighteen to one. So, yeah, I can see the Phillies making a little bit of a run. What do you think about the uh, the Central? I know no one cares about the Central, <laughs> but the, what the Cubs have been doing has been like, all right, this is this is kind of kind of crazy. Where you winning eight out of ten and having these streaks right now? The Brewers are right. two and a half back of the Brewers. The Brewers. Minus 120, the Cubs plus 150. Would you take a flyer on the Cubs, and do you think the Reds are just dead? I think the Reds are – they may be out of juice. Like, they might have peaked too soon. And while it looks good for the future, it wasn't expected, right? Yeah. With the Brewers, I think if you said at the start of the season, what's the story in the NL Central? Who's it come down? You'd say Brewers and Cardinals. Clearly, the Cardinals are out of it. And let's just call it, it from, a, from, a, from a viewer's perspective – you would want to see the Cubs mixed up in there. You would want to see Wrigley hyped at night during the playoffs. Marcus Stroman potentially getting volatile with some of the stuff that may or may not be going on on the field. So they bring a little umph, right? Like in pro wrestling, they got promo skills. They're not just good on the wrestling mat. So now they're showing that, hey, with the promo skills they've got, there's the kind of the umph, and what they've been doing on the field, that's what makes the Cubs an exciting bet. And it would be definitely worth taking a flyer because over the past couple of years, we've seen the NS NL Central kind of come to heel 
towards the end of the the season. How did I get heel and wrestling and promo all in one? I, I don't what what is going on here? But yeah, I could see the Cubs making that run for sure. Yeah, I like the Cubs too. Like again, just because it's not like anybody you feel like is going to play consistently great. So for that right. division, it may become down to just who's hot at the end. Right, like they don't have yeah. a, a big dog up that there who's been playing great baseball for most of the season like most of the other divisions have. They have a bunch of teams that are okay, but have stumbled and stumbled. So whoever's hot at the end, right, like the Reds were, were up there at one point. The Brewers are obviously up there. The, the Cubs are on their way. Whoever's hot in the last 30 games is going to win that division, especially because they got a lot of games still to go against each other. So I'm with you on that. I, li I like the Cubs because they seem like they're going to be hot over the last, what, 40 games? That's yeah. all you need. And, well, you, you think last year around this time, the Brewers had just traded off their best reliever and they were in the hunt to win their division. So anything can happen in the NL Central. You know, it, it's in both leagues. Well, well, Minnesota's running away with it because the AL Central is so bad. But that's what's interesting about the NL Central is when there's a runaway, it's usually the Cardinals, right? And when it's close, it's always a mix of the Brewers, Cardinals, Cubs. So, like... It feels like the Cubs will make that run. Yeah, it definitely feels like that. Let's look at some. It, let's go back to just World Series winners. Some of the outright you took the Braves. So yeah, I mean, listen here. I did it just, early though. Just, I, just reckon, go, I recognize a steady yeah. man when I I recognize a steady man with income and a job and love in his heart and love the <laughs> Lord. I'm betting on him. Those are the Braves. Oh, I love, listen, most people don't know how to bet on that person in general in real life. So good for you for knowing when to bet for that individual. All right. Um, anybody else that you're looking at that you would make that you say, okay, that's outside of the Braves that you're going to go for, especially in the AL where it seems like there's a lot of really good teams out there. Not necessarily one that's just dominating Phil. Again, the Rays were the ones, but now you don't feel so confident in the Rays. The Astros are coming back and it feels like, uh, yeah. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna be there, and they're going to have something to say. And, of course, you have the other teams in the Baltimore Orioles and some of the inexperienced playoff teams. Who do you like out of that situation in AL to be potentially an outright winner, or at least an AL I, winner? I really like the Astros. I, look, I don't, even, I, I don't even know if they'll even win the West, but I believe they'll win the AL just because the two key pieces of Altuve and Alvarez missing, they're now back. And they've and during this whole time, as hot as Texas has been, Texas hasn't run away with the AL West away from them. So they kept themselves closed. Flamder, Ramblez, Vladimirez. I, I'm, I'm mixing Flammer. It's an F and a V in there, and it makes it weird. It's one but, of those things, you know. Right. So he's he's been consistent, and then again, Dusty Baker is kind of like the he's kind of like the sage of of, of baseball managers that he finds a way to have his team ready and, and and has them in place to constantly win. And plus that city is behind him. I love watching games in Houston where you're just seeing all different faces, loving baseball there. At plus 700, I see value there because as once we get into the playoffs, I think that number is going to drop, even though they're going to be there, even with them as a wild card. I think that number may even drop to maybe 400 once the playoffs starts because now – it becomes experience. You like, do you really believe that Baltimore is going to be able to get it done? Uh, do you believe that Texas is going to get they're, they're new to the dance? So, you know, the Yankees may not be there. So I, I like Houston to be there because they've been on the block. I want to argue with you. 
I really do. But I, I don't see how I can argue against the points you made. Right? Like, I feel the same way. Like, and again. I'm a good man. I'm a good man. Is that what it is? I take yeah, up the trash you know what I'm supposed mean? to? Like, you just. <laughs> you know, good man. Somebody you want in your family. Okay? I just. I, someone who's been there and done that before. A stable individual. All right? He's going to come home. Bring home. Come right home. Not go to the club. Bring home the bacon. That's who you're going to pick. The Astros have been there, done turkey that. Bacon, it's almost like they're over. <laughs> yeah, it's turkey. Whatever bacon you prefer, that's going to stay home. So it's just, yes, the Astros, they've been there. All these other teams, I, I don't really trust you right now. I just, I, you ain't been there before. The Astros, why wouldn't they repeat? They're, we may hate them and we may throw out cheating allegations, but they just come and, and they win. That's what they do. Listen, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll do more futures. And I want to do a little baseball would you rather. I want to do a little would you rather. We started that a little bit before. We'll get into more of it now. A little baseball would you rather. As you better, you bet. We'll be right back. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus 